the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Here I am. Yes, Jennifer Jackson here. You're listening to Simply for Women, and we're talking about joy. I just can't get enough of it. I don't know about you. Every time you turn on the news, it's heavy, heavy, heavy. It's dark, dark, dark out there. And you know, we're, we are part of this world, but we're not supposed to be in, we're of the world, but not in the world, you know, because we're to be salt and light and hope and we're to have joy because God expects us to develop the character of joy, to develop the fruit of the spirit of joy. And many, many people need the joy of the Lord and they need the joy of the Lord that's in you. And they need you to spread it and to share it with others. So today we're going to talk about joy in in the victory, celebrating joy in victory. So here's our memory verse. Are you ready? It is Psalm 20, verse 5, and it says, May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. I love that. He wants us to shout He wants us to praise him. He wants us to thank him. He wants us to have victory. The Bible is full of victories, isn't it? Over and over again, it shares the victories of the Israelites. And yes, many defeats are in there as well, but that's because the the Bible is just real. It's raw and honest, but I love the victories. And I think about wherever you're at in life, sometimes we rush past the victories, you know, maybe it's graduation season, maybe you're getting married, maybe it is a birthday or an anniversary or something special, and we just rush past the victories because we don't pause to celebrate, or we're we're so busy or so burdened, or we let it stress us out that we don't actually enjoy the victories. So the challenge today, look around and see, okay, what is the victory? What are the good things? You know, the Bible talks about to think on the good things, think on what is noble, what is true, what is praiseworthy, what is trustworthy, what is excellent. Think about such things. That's in Philippians 4, 8. So what could you think about today that would be a victory? When I was in uh, junior high, I played basketball. And I loved it. Everyone on the the team, the starters, we were the Jenny, Jenny, Christy, and Christy. <laughs> we were all either Christies or Jennifers <laughs> or Jennies or Jens. And anyway, we had such a great time. We worked like an, a well-oiled machine, this little basketball team. And 
I played the center, so I was tall, and I was always in the middle, right under the basket, and all I had to do was stand on the stand on the box and get it in the box, and I would I, I could score those two points and keep your arms in the air. You have to be alert. You have to be looking around, and I, if I heard my coach say a thousand times, arms up, arms up, keep your arms in the air, and so we had to learn to be have our arms in the air and work as a team. I remember the victory one game when I had that long arm up in the air and this this girl was known for the last minute buzzer shot winning the winning the game at the last minute. And I saw her about to shoot this and I don't know something rose up in me and that arm went up, I jumped and I not only blocked the ball, I mean it went flying. And we won the game right at the buzzer because I blocked that ball that would have tied the game. That was the that was a great piece of my very short-lived basketball history, but it was a highlight. It was a victory and celebrated that. Uh, I think about our high school football team going to state champ state championship twice. I was the school mascot. <laughs> and so I would I, we were the Oakland Patriots and I was the Patriot. And I had a, my, my costume was this, you know, red, white, and blue with a gray wig and the curly cues. And then I carried an American flag. And my role was to run up and down uh, the football field and get everybody excited. So go Oakland Patriots. It was, it was this, this weekend was my high school reunion. But anyway, those were victories. Actually, we didn't win the state champs either time. We were so close, so close. But we won so many games leading up to it, victory after victory after victory, and so much joy. God, he also wants us to have joy in the victories in our lives and for us to see them and to recognize them and to pause and celebrate them. So I hope today, this final talk on joy, that you'll look at those victories and and that you will celebrate all of those victories. You know, Gideon did that and and Gideon had victory with a small amount, a really small amount uh, of soldiers. Uh, let's let's just read this story and look at how Gideon celebrated victory and joy. In Judges 6, 12 to 16, you know, Gideon, he, he was just a regular guy. He did not think he could do something great for God. And that may be you. You may be thinking, I I'm just, I'm regular, average. I, there's nothing I have to offer that would be on a large scale that would be victorious for the Lord. I think that's how Gideon felt. I think that's how all of us feel. But God's looking. His eyes look, they roam to and fro in the earth looking for someone whose heart is after him. And Gideon had that heart for God. And God, because of that, you know, God gave gave the, his people, uh, he, he gave Gideon a victory. And here, here it says in Judges six twelve, Gideon was threshing wheat in the wine press out of sight of the Midianites. That was the enemy. They were ungodly. Then the angel of God appeared to him and said, God is with you, O mighty warrior. And Gideon replied, with me, my master, if God is with us, why has all this happened to us? You ever feel that way? You're with me, God? If if you are with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all the miracle wonders our parents and our grandparents told us about? 
Didn't God deliver us from Egypt? The fact is, God has nothing to do with us. He has turned us over to Midian. But God faced him directly and said, Go, Gideon, in this strength that is yours, save Israel from Midian. Haven't I sent you? Gideon said to him, Me, my master? How and with what could I ever save Israel? Look at me. My clan is the weakest clan in Manasseh. I'm the runt of the litter. God said to him, I'll be with you. Believe me, you will defeat Midian as one man. Gideon, he gives us a picture of life and a life lived in victory and a life of joy as a result of that victory. And what I love about the picture we receive from Gideon's life is his victory was a process and it wasn't a one-time exchange. In other words, he was faithful to God one step at a time, one step at a time, and he walked toward victory and joy. I don't know what victory you need, but God sees it. God saw it so clearly with Gideon that I have the victory for you. If you will just listen to me, if you will just work with me, if you will obey me and follow me, I will give you the victory. And that is what ultimately happened. So here's the victory process that we witness in the life of Gideon. First of all, he had a conversation with God and he shared his fears and concerns. And you can do that too. have a conversation with God and say, God, I don't see how I'm going to have this victory. And, and maybe it's in your marriage. Maybe it's in a victory in your health. Maybe it's a victory in your job situation. Uh, you know, I'm a pastor's wife. We have a church on, on the west side of Columbus. It's called the church next door. I know kind of funny name, the church next door. We, it is a warm, friendly, wonderful, beautiful place. And, Anyway, every weekend we are there, week in, week out, week in, week out. And I hear the stories recently of people who've lost their jobs and they need a victory. And I hear other story, stories of people who are changing jobs or moving around in their jobs and they need a victory. I hear stories of others who are, are tired at work. A lot of people are really tired and they need a victory. And I, I think like Gideon, for those Maybe you need a job victory what on whatever level, but share your fears and concerns with the Lord. And the second thing that Gideon did, he, he was still and he listened for God's guidance. And the third thing he did, he leaned in to God's response and he received and, and he stood on the promises of God's word. So that's the challenge for you. Once you've listened, lean in. What is he asking you to do? Gideon had to go to fight. What is God asking you to do? And then the next one, uh, start t- taking those steps to follow God and then praise and enjoy him all along the way. The Bible says that joy comes in the morning. You may be in a weeping period. You may be in a, in a seeking him period, but the victory is around the corner. And I'm here to encourage you in that. Psalm 35 says this, God's anger lasts only a moment But his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Why don't we pray? Dear God, you are welcome in our hearts today. We just want to say that we love you and we praise you, that you are trustworthy. We see the works of your hands and we rejoice. We reminisce over your faithful goodness. Thank you, God, for loving us. Lord, we are trusting you today for the victory that we need in our lives. 
We're trusting you for our kids. We're trusting you for our marriage. We're trusting you for our city. We're trusting you for our churches. Lord, we're trusting you for our health. And God, we just turn to you today. God, we we know that joy comes in the morning and victory comes in the morning. Help us to see it. Help us to see what you're doing. We want to experience your goodness. We just, we release our lives to you today. We honor you today in Jesus name. Amen. God wants to give you a big victory today. (laughs) One of the big victories in my life was, is helping to build an orphanage in Kenya. And I talk a lot about that in my new book. It's simply joy, rain or shine. I would love for you to help me, help me to build this orphanage in Kenya. I wanted to tell you about it because we have six houses. We have a kitchen. We have a well. We have a tractor. We have gardens, 20 acres. We have a fence all the way around it, keeping those elephants, zebras, and giraffes out of the orphanage. We have orphans, and we need plumbing. We need furniture. We need a few more things to have it up and completely running, and you can learn about that. It's a victory point the day that that orphanage is fully completed and staffed will be a victory, victory day. I want you to help me with that. Go to jennifer-jackson.org, jennifer-jackson.org to learn more about that. And it's also all throughout the Simply Joy book, because that's where I learned joy from the people of Kenya. You are listening to Simply for Women. Stay with us. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.